Give me six hours to chop down a tree, and I will spend the first four sharpening the axe. Abraham Lincoln. Now, I don't know if two hours is long enough to cut down a tree, or how big of a tree you could cut down in two hours, but the principle is the same. We all need to prepare and get everything ready, and today I want to launch a new eight-week series, eight-episode series, essentially, on how you can build your business from scratch. Now, before you completely tune out and say, hey, I have, I've already built my business, uh, listen for just a second because here's what we're going to talk about in these episodes, and they're not going to be necessarily so specific that if you have an already, if you already have a business that you cannot begin implementing some of these things initially. Let me throw up a quick intro. I will be right back to tell you about this new series. I'm not one of those entrepreneurs who gave up their six-figure salary and fancy office to start a business, and I wasn't selling lemonade to my neighbors when I was seven. I wasn't born an entrepreneur, and I never laid awake at night dreaming of owning my own business. My name is Ellery Wells, and I was forced to make a decision. Welcome to the Ellery Wells Show, where we talk with real entrepreneurs about real problems that they're facing and real solutions on how they are overcoming obstacles, achieving their goals, and making a difference in the world. If you're an entrepreneur or an aspiring entrepreneur, this is the place to be to help you start, build, or grow your business. Okay, thank you for tuning in to the Ellery Wells Show. I'm your host, Ellery Wells, and I am really glad you are here. What we're going to talk about in this eight-week series, this is going to be taken straight out of the pages, and I'm not going to read it. I'm not going to just dictate, you know, what the the text that's on the page, but this is part three of my book, Exit Strategy. It's the roadmap. And again, we're not going to go so narrow or so broad that it's completely irrelevant because I want, as, as I, the reason why I wrote the book and the same reason why we're doing this as a series is I want you to be able to take notes and take action. That's kind of a cool pairing of words, take notes and take action. Uh, but what that's what we're going to do for the next eight or so weeks. And I'm going to outline that here in just a second. But before I do, I want to tell you, you can get a copy of Exit Strategy. I'm not going to spend this whole time selling you, I promise. But you can get a copy of Exit Strategy for free. Just co- just cover the cost uh, for me to get it printed and mailed to you. That's all I'm asking. It's $8.84 for me to do that. It's no lie. Um, I I really will not make any money on that. So uh, $8.84. Go to elrywells.com slash free elleriewells.com slash free and you can click the button says skip my exit strategy it'll take you to the form and we will send you that and it'll be there just as as soon as i can possibly send it to you but here's what we're going to talk about in these these next weeks the first uh the first episode and what or and whatever episode in the series that we're going to talk about today is how you can lay the groundwork for your business. And we're going to set up a few things that might be a little bit confusing at this point, but they are going to be the solid foundation on which you will build your business. And then here in a few weeks, we will come back and revisit the things that we talk about today because if you don't do them today, they're not going to make any sense later. And if we do them today, 
you can be collecting information that you can use later down the road. In the next episode, in, in week two, if you will, um, we will start outlining and scheduling our content that we'll be producing over the next couple of weeks. Now, in the book, I, I used occasionally the word blog, and here I might use the word podcast. And if you don't blog or podcast, and you have a physical business or you're an event promoter or something like that, don't get hung up on me using those two specific words. We're just talking about types of content you can create, and that's what we're going to get into uh, in week two next time. Uh, we'll figure out how you can really narrow down your avatar. We have touched on that before here on the show. Actually, is at the tail end of the Empowered Podcast. That was episode 98 of that. You can uh, you can check that out by going to empoweredpodcast.com. It'll take you to a list of all those episodes. Anyway, we're going to touch a little bit more on how you can define your avatar and or your ideal client and how you can... Um, best serve them, save you time in your business, and then we'll start, again, putting together even more of the pieces so you can begin uh, building your email list. As they say, the money is in the list or it's in how you treat that list. Either way, we're going to look next week into how you can start uh, building that and and getting people on it. In week three or in the uh, third episode of this series, we will talk about the must-use plugins for WordPress. Now, we talked about those last week, so we're not going to go into a whole lot of detail as to what those are, but we're going to touch on that, and that's when you'll really start to write, record, uh, take pictures of, shoot video of, building the content that you will use to to market your business and establish yourself as an authority, as a credible, credible person that, that people should pay attention to. It's also in that third week when you'll start doing some branding in that logo. I don't want you to get a logo until week three. That doesn't even make sense until, uh, until you've been doing what you want to do for at least a few weeks. In the fourth episode, we'll talk about all of the content that will serve as your samples. Again, establishing yourself as that credibility and these will be the quote taste tests that will showcase your skills and talents in number five week five after you have been locked away in your office your workspace for a few weeks we're going to talk about how you can get outside you can connect with other people who will be in your masterminds, who will coach you, who will keep you accountable and encouraged and how they in in people who will help you get going along your way and help you get there faster. Week six, we're going to talk about outlining and creating your first product. Now, why don't we talk about the the product uh, up until this point? Why do we wait until week six? Well, you're going to have to tune in or buy the book to find out. But starting with a product, leading with a product and creating it up front might not be the best strategy for you to use when you're thinking about what to put on your shelves, whether they're digital or physical, leading with the product might not be the first idea. And we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to talk about that in week six. Uh, in addition to creating a piece of content that will 
really take your authority and your expertise to the next level. And by the way, sprinkled throughout all of these lessons, we're going to talk about different types of content that you can create, not just, um, not just text, video, or photography, but like how-to posts, list posts, or those kinds of things. And again, when I say posts, we can translate that to videos or something else as well. In week seven, we'll circle back to those things that we took a, uh, took a look at in week one, the things that we put into place that, that might have seemed out of order. We're going to circle back to those in week seven, and we're going to look at how you can use that data that you've been collecting all along to understand your customers and grow your business. And we're also going to th- come back to some of the things that we talked, we will talk about. It's hard because we're going to talk about it in the future, but at that point it will be in the past. We're going to talk about in week seven, some of the things that we talked about in week five and get into the ways that you can accept money on your, your website. When you're in person, it's a little bit easier. You can, you can swipe a card, you know, through a little dongle that you plug into your phone or you can accept cash or a check. But when you're online, it'll be a little bit more complex. And then in week eight, we will wrap up about how you can use social media techniques that are some of the ones that I've used anyway to promote your content and build an audience and really connect with people. We'll also talk about some of the tools and the do's and don'ts that I would suggest that you do when it comes to social media and how you use it for your business and how you can start attracting new clients and also grow your business. We might at the very end, if you guys are, are enjoying this type of content, I'm gonna or this type of podcast, which is also content. We're going to look at some of the case studies maybe that I, I mentioned in the book. Uh, anyway, after you go through each of these eight lessons or you read part three, the roadmap of exit strategy, you'll have a complete formula for how I have built my business over the last, geez, when did I get, I, I got started in 2012. I really went full time in 2014. And it took five or six months to really hone in and do some of the things that we're going to talk about and that I, I want to teach you. But by the end, you are going to know what I wish I had known when I got started. And um, these are the things that, that I have used to build a global audience with thousands of readers and listeners uh, in a somewhat short amount of time. If you know me, I didn't give a six figure, give up a six figure job. I didn't have a corner office. Uh, I wasn't in mounds of debt and I don't have this great crazy story about how I overcame this crappy situation. I'm an average person just like you. And these eight lessons that we're going to, uh, put into the LRA Well show, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do ver- my very best to teach you everything that I know about how to develop your exit strategy. And again, if you want to buy the book and kind of follow along, I'll ship it to you for free. Just go to LRAWells.com slash free. Put in your, uh, click the button, put in your information, and I will ship it out to you. So without further delay, let's go right into the first week and grab a pen and paper. Let's go. Okay, before I forget that free shipping offer is United States only. Um, I shipped something to Canada. I shipped a few books to Canada. It was like, Twenty dollars, and then I shipped some stuff to Australia, and it was <laughs> it was insanely expensive. So the free shipping offer 
is U.S. only. However, if you go to your country's Amazon store, you are more than welcome to buy a copy there. I'm sure there are free shipping options to the U.K. I'm pretty sure I've gotten feedback that people have gotten it from their the U.K. store. I I know I've sold some to Japan and Germany and a bunch of other places, and I don't know what the deal is with Amazon, but I'm pretty sure you can get free shipping. So just be sure. If you go to ellerywells.com slash free, it is, uh, it's only US only for that free shipping offer. But here we go. Uh, week one, if you don't already have a domain, you need to buy a domain. I use GoDaddy. You don't have to use GoDaddy. Uh, most of these places will have sometimes a free domain with, uh, with a hosting plan. But whatever, wherever you go through, it's usually $15 a year to renew, but sometimes you can buy the domain initially for just a few dollars. Just want to throw that out there. But if you don't already have your name, your first name, last name, like elleriewells.com or whatever, uh, buy that in addition to the one that you are going to have for your business. But go with, uh, go with the dot com as well. Go with the dot com and don't, don't plan on spending a lot for this domain. Uh, I tried to do a domain that was like four letters long a few years ago. I wanted to create this side project. And I think there's – in most domain registrars, which is what Do, uh, GoDaddy is, anywhere you would buy a domain that's called a registrar, I, I asked how much it would – cost to buy the particular domain that I wanted. It was just four letters. It's an acronym. I won't tell you what they are. It doesn't matter. And he replied, it'll be $40,000. That's insane. Just a few weeks ago, you might have seen uh, seen an article on Entrepreneur. You might have gotten an email from the Sumo Me owner, Noah Kagan, where he, he bought sumo.com for a million and a half. Don't do that. Uh, especially when you're, when you're first starting out, um, uh, go with something cheap because you can always add the or a dash or something like that and make your domain pretty easy, like the Ellery or the John or the whatever. A popular example of this is Jeff Goins, whose, whose website is goinswriter.com. But anyway, you should be able to search Google. Get a, a coupon for GoDaddy or something. Get a domain for 99 cents. So here's some tips for buying a domain. The shorter, go with something short. The shorter the domain, the better. The extension, uh, use a .com domain. These are pretty easy and pretty easy to remember. If you're in the UK and it's pretty common for you to get a .co.uk, go with whatever is the most common in your country like a friend of mine marshall owns sockbox.ca because that's a canadian extension and that's part of his brand he's only available in canada so i keep i keep wanting to say canadia whenever i say canada it's it's a bad habit because i i joke with him all the time anyway buy whatever is country specific and easy for you to remember dot coms are often the most expensive but they are are fairly universal. Uh, if you don't know exactly what you want to do, go with your name. It's easier to, easy to remember and not likely to change. If you're doing cupcakes or something like that, uh, you can go with Jill's Cupcakes or John's Cupcakes. Uh, go with something fairly easy to spell. And that could be a little bit crazy because your name might be kind of hard to spell. I know Ellery, whenever people see that written out, 
they always end up saying something different. So um, maybe buy a different variation of that as well. Domains are pretty cheap, guys. I mean, when it comes down to it, the $14, $15, $16 a year that you're going to spend on your domain is a relatively small expense. And while, yeah, it might suck to renew six, seven, eight, nine domains all at the same time for five years and you end up with a couple hundred dollar bill. The domain is actually one of the cheaper parts of your business. So I don't want to say go nuts, but buy your name, a variation of your name, and um, that, that'll that go into protecting your personal brand down the line as well. The next thing that you want to get for your business is hosting. That's where your website will sit all the images and media files and everything that you upload the text that you write that will all sit on a server somewhere and that server is called your web host here's the, what you want to look at when you're trying to pick out your web host look for something location specific pop up uh, google and search for hosting companies in the united states or in new zealand or in australia or in germany or something like that wherever you are located because here's the thing whenever you have servers that are in your country most of your traffic is going to come from your native country because if you're writing in spanish then people are going to be more attracted when it's in spanish or if you've got a .co.uk you're going to rise to higher in the ranks in the UK. So you want to find servers that are located as close to your physical location as possible because your speed will be faster. We're talking maybe seconds or milliseconds, but my my servers are located... Oh gosh, I've got uh, key CDN and some servers. I don't know where mine are. On, they're all over the United States though. But if you're over... The further you are away geographically, the longer it will take for the website to load. So whenever you're looking at servers, find, or a hosting company rather, find a company with servers in the country in which you are located. Look at the support that that hosting company uh, offers. Can you call their support team? Is the person who answers going to be speaking the same language as you? If they do, that's probably a good sign. That language barrier uh can has caused me problems especially if you get into technical issues someone who speaks the same language as you will be very helpful does the hosting provider have chat i like to have chat open because i don't have to sit there on hold and wait for somebody to pick up i can i can put the chat window up on another monitor or minimize it and get a chime whenever someone when speaks up but i i can multitask better when i have chat that's something that i look for also look at the price don't buy the cheapest hosting option available uh, you should be able to get hosting for three to ten dollars a month uh it, sh- it should not break the bank if you want if you want hosting from my company uh, we we don't own the servers. We outsource that to somebody else, but we provide a lot of this, of the support. Uh, if you go to dwizzywoodmedia.com slash hosting, you can find our link. Dwizzywood Media is the name of my the parent company that I own, and it it is what Ellery is. Elleriewells.com is a brand of that. In case you were wondering, um, buy your hosting in bulk to get the price down. Also, you might be able to get three years advance and get the price down from i think we charge nine dollars a month if you pay monthly if you do a year it drops it maybe to like eight dollars or something and then if you buy three years at a time it drops it to like really cheap like less about what you might pay for a latte at 
at Starbucks or something, but hosting can be at the very beginning one of the bigger expenses, especially when you're talking about $15 a year, an entire year for a domain. You know, when you're looking at five, six, ten dollars a month for hosting, it can, it can kind of be, uh, a little bit more expensive, but you should be able to get your domain in professional hosting for about $150. That includes three years of that hosting. So now that you've got your domain, you've got your hosting, how do you build your website? And that is where WordPress comes in. WordPress is a free platform. Uh, you know, you got like Microsoft and iOS, whatever. You got to pay for those. Those are operating systems. WordPress is the operating system of your website, but it is free. There are free plugins for that. Uh, and there are premium plugins for that, but the overall software is called open source and it is, it is free. And I use and recommend and build all of my client sites on WordPress because it's funny that I didn't even know what WordPress was when I got started. My friend Jason, who you have probably heard me mention a bunch of times, he owns airtightmarketing.com. He introduced me to WordPress. So when I tell you I was, I'm average and I was a beginner, I had never heard of the, the software that I now use every single day, a hundred times a day. But we're not going to get a whole lot into that, what plugins you should use at this point, but let me share with you quickly a few tips for designing your website. Number one, think mobile. I mean, when you go to a website, when you last visited ellerywells.com, maybe even practically when you're li- like right now, are you listening on your phone through iTunes, through Stitcher or something like that? The answer is probably yes. Statistically, I know that, and practically, I know that because I'm on my phone all the freaking time. But think mobile first. Go with a go with a theme and software that makes your site mobile friendly. Here's another bonus tip: you don't need a plugin to make your mobile your website mobile friendly. Go with a mobile responsive HTML5 theme and it'll do it automatically you don't need a a mobile.website.com or something like that just get a high quality theme and you'll have exactly what you need when you're looking at designing the menus those navigational things the drop downs up at the top just go really minimal don't link to pages that you haven't developed yet just go really basic if you don't need it if this the the page isn't fully developed yet just don't even put it on the menu go go just really minimal go with speed something that will make your site faster and over the years i've added a bunch of plugins to my site some of them have made my site faster some of them have made it slower but if you buy a studio press theme, like I mentioned a couple, um, in the last episode, as that's the, the framework, the Genesis framework that I used to build all of my sites, you're going to get a faster site than if you just picked a, a free theme that was designed by somebody who may make nice themes, but wasn't necessarily thinking about speed. Readability as our population ages, myself included, I use a size 18 font on my website. That might be a little bit too big, but make sure your your font is at least at least 16, size 16 font. You might have to get technical to go in there and change it. Depending on your theme, you might be able to change that fairly easily, but uh make make the fonts bigger. I think I've I've increased the font size on every uh, everything on my site from the, just like the body text to the bullet point text to every single one of the 
headings, which by the way, I make all of my headings bold. So uh, I have increased the font. All right, moving on to the next thing. Let's talk a little bit about social media. One of the most fun parts of blogging and building a business is seeing how your personal network grows and you get to meet new people all over the world. You get to connect through Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, LinkedIn, all of those kinds of things. Um, but you're, you're most likely going to be starting up new social profiles if you don't already have one. By the way, I started off with something slightly different and I changed it. So again, when we were talking about the domain, just, just brand your, your social media accounts with your name. You can possibly change some things later, but, I I always hesitate. And who do you? Let me ask you this: Who do you interact with, the brand or a person who represents that brand or is part of that brand? Think about that as you are creating your social media profiles. So, as you go in and you create new accounts, let me give you some tips for your social profiles. Think about a consistent name that you can use across every single website. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk uh, is is a is a branding master at this. Everywhere he is, he is slash or at Gary V. Instagram.com slash Gary V. Twitter.com slash Gary V. He's at Gary V almost everywhere except on Facebook. I think he's maybe just Gary, but um, that's the exception, not the rule. Everywhere on every single platform, I'm pretty much, if you go to Facebook.com, Instagram.com, Twitter.com, slash Ellery Wells, no space, no underscores, but if you have to use a dot or have to use an underscore, make sure or do your very best to use that on every single network so that you have that consistency. When you're talking about consistency in your social medias, think about the color. You know, in most of these profiles these days, we can change the background or we've got a header, you know, something or whatever. Uh, but make sure that you have the same profile color on every single page. And if you want to really be a pro, make sure it's the same color set that's on your website. Because Pat Flynn does a really fantastic job of this Um he, if you go to his, if you go to Pat's social profile on Twitter, you'll, you'll notice it looks like his website. And then if you use his account, if you go to one of his links or sign up for one of his webinars through lead pages, you'll notice that that page also looks like his website. It's that consistency of branding that really elevates well, for lack of a better term, the brand. Um, and that kind of goes right along with the consistency of logo or headshot. Make sure your headshot is consistent across all of your profiles because if somebody, if you've got a very common name and you search for it, and you might get a bunch of results for, you know, John Smith. Well, how do I know which John Smith is one? Well, I've seen that picture before. I'm going to go and I'm going to be friends with or I'm going to follow that one. Moving to the next part, we're going to talk quickly about analytics and pixels. In the book, on I think we're on like page 109-ish, I go and I give you an exact example of the code. But the king of analytics and pickle, pixels, not pickles, is Google Analytics. Sign up for a free Google Analytics account. If you already have Gmail, you can go to google.com slash analytics and log in with your Gmail account and you already have it. But it's going to give you the code to put on your website. 
do that. Put the uh, put the Google Analytics code on your website and start tracking your visitors now. Remember I mentioned just a few minutes ago where we're going to do things today, this week, in this, uh, this chapter, this episode, this lesson that we're not going to do a whole lot with for a few weeks? That's exactly this one right here. We're going to put the Google Analytics code in the header part of your site. If you took my recommendation and you're using a Genesis theme from StudioPress, you can go, you can log into your WordPress dashboard, go to Genesis and theme settings, and you can paste that Google Analytics code into the box header scripts and it'll do everything else for you. And that's all you need. So putting that code in there. The next one is the Facebook tracking pixel. Everybody's on Facebook. Like people, they're doing crazy stuff, Facebook, where you can get free, app, uh, free internet in, um, like developing countries paid for as long as you use Facebook or they're doing stuff. Everybody in the world, even without internet somehow is on Facebook. So you want to put the Facebook tracking pixel and I'm not going to go into a whole lot of detail about how to do that today because they always seem to be changing their process. And I know since I've been doing this, they have changed the actual code two or three different times. But if you Google uh, how to do the Facebook tracking pixel, you'll find uh, you'll find some instructions on how to do that. The last thing that we're going to talk about is your about page and and your post. Uh, I learned a long time ago that it, it, but I didn't realize it until it's almost too late that people don't care to read blogs that most businesses like to write. We want to read content created by other people. Uh, so things with personality. When I put more and more of my personality into my content, like podcasts, blog posts, videos, people started to enjoy them more and interact with them more. And ultimately, as a business, that interaction is what you want. So we need to go and we need to create a page about uh, who you are. And there's a lesson that we learned in elementary school, who, what, when, where, and why. If you talk about each one of those things in your about page – People will start to respond better to your business. Let's go into what those, uh, the, I call them the five W's and W's. Do I sound more Texan? Five W's and the H. So who you are and who your clients are. Address that in your about page. What you do and what makes you an expert because people care about that. When you got started, where you learned, where in the world you live and where you are in your journey why you're so passionate and why people need what you have to offer and then how you got to where you are and how you can help. And I have not yet come across a business that those five W's and an H are not relevant for. Let's say you are making furniture and you're talking about where you are in the world. Well, we don't ship everywhere. So if you're not in the southeastern United States, you might not be interested in buying from us unless you want to pay $200 in shipping. Who we are, we're craftsmen. Who our clients are, people who really love handcrafted goods. What you do, uh, we make handcrafted uh, furniture, and we've been doing this for 10 years, five years, three years, whatever. When we started, also addressed in that last one. Uh, let's see what else. Why we believe that we can make better furniture than you can get in a store. 
There you go. How we got to where we are, we either trained dirt under somebody or we learned by picking up our first saw when we were six years old and we've been making things ever since. Do you see how that becomes a very compelling story when you do who, what, when, where, and why? That's what I want you to do for your first week. Depending on how much time you put in, that might take you all week. It might take you just, you know, actually, I doubt you could do all of that in one evening. You could, but it'd probably take you four or five hours. Um, but that's that's some pretty solid work. And if you do all of that, you've got your domain, you've got your hosting, you've put up an about page, and you've got all of the tracking code, which will allow you to see where everybody's coming from, you have a really solid foundation for your business. None of the things that we just talked about or you just heard me talk about, none of those things will go to waste over the next few weeks. We didn't do anything today that you won't leverage tomorrow. So just a few links that will help you get going as we start preparing. After you've done all of the other things that we just talked about, by the way, don't do these first. Check out my 30-day blog transformation email course. You can go to elrywellscom slash 30 days and sign up for that. And that'll go more into the menu. It'll go more into the types of content that you can create. It'll go into what should be on your about page and those kinds of things, how to, how to lay things out and... It should go fairly hand in hand with, with everything as we move forward. In the next lesson, we will talk about how you can plan everything out. I'm thumbing through the pages of the book right here. Again, we're going to talk about how you can identify your avatar and why that's important. I'm not just saying that because to hear myself talk, but it's important. How you can create a content calendar, what should go in it. Uh, how you can connect with with your friends and family and have them check out what you're looking for. We're going to talk about email opt-ins and a few other things next uh, next week. And again, if you want to get your copy of Exit Strategy, I will not charge you. I will not make any profit. All I will ask is that you cover the price of paper. I mean, I don't know if you could hear that. That's 293 pages worth of stuff. In exit strategy, if you cover the cost for me to print it and ship it to your front door, I won't charge you anything else. To get that offer, go to elleriewells.com slash free. Click on the big red I want exit strategy button and give me your shipping address and click and pay the 884 If you want more than one copy, I'll actually give you a slightly reduced price because I can throw them all in the same shipping container. So, so go check that out. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Ellery Wells Show. Send me an email, would you? Tell me if you like... What we're talking about here today, send me an email, ellery at elleriewells.com. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Ellery Wells Show. Have an awesome day. From Round Rock, I'm your host, Ellery Wells. We'll see you next time. (music) 